Hey, Mikey and Rin fans. Hello. I'm here to talk to you about hydration. Mm. Very important in this household. Amen. I'm a sweater. We have a Mikey who's a sweater. True. And we have a mama who's a breastfeeder. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm always drinking water, trying to keep myself hydrated. It's summer. It's hot. I'm breastfeeding. And water sometimes just isn't enough. No. Enter Cure. Cure. The cure. The cure. For my hydration Great needs. band. Great electrolyte <laughs> drink. Great electrolyte drink. It's so delicious. Um, doesn't have a ton of gross sugars in it. Mm-mm. The taste is really gorgeous. Um, the colors are really pretty. They are beautiful. It's all natural. So there's no like gnarly dyes. No Mm-mm. red number five in there. For sure. Um, and they taste great. Keep me hydrated all day. Amen. The I always think it's weird that the sporty drink that you're supposed to drink after you do something athletic and healthy for yourself is always like the worst of the drinks. Yeah. I won't say any names, but one of them is real gross, like grosser <laughs> than soda. Uh, cure hydration formula is made with things like coconut water powder, pink Himalayan salt, uh, no artificial flavors, sweeteners or preservatives. It's vegan, gluten-free, non-GMO, making it a great option for anybody with any sort of diet moments in their life uh, and any sort of preferences. I love it. It's not just straight sweet. It's like sweet enough, but then it's also got these kind of like fun, bitter, and sour flavors that I love that make it feel like it's good for me. Yes. So are you ready to combat hydration? Try Cure today. Feel the difference for yourself. Use code Let's Eat. that's L-E-T-S-E-A-T, for 20% off your order. That is curehydration.com. Get hydrated. Mikey, Mikey and Rin Yum. A show about the serious and not so serious parts of our edible world. Let's eat. Hello, everybody, and welcome to... Oh, ASMR. A.S. Mikey and Rin eat in. Mm. (laughs) I hate ASMR not only doesn't turn on my brain the way that people say it does. Uh It makes me feel like there's bugs crawling under my skin. Oh. Like that Paul McCartney Christmas song. That's a really bad song. (sighs) Hi, everybody. Welcome to Mikey and Rin (laughs) eat in. I'm Mikey. Yes. And I'm Rin. Wonderful. Yes. Um, it's a glorious day in the Chablanc estate household residence. Mm-hmm. And, but it's not such a glorious day. Did you hear? I just heard that Jimmy Buffett just died. What? Yeah. Whoa. He was pretty, he was young too. I was going to say. I think he was 76. Young and like living the fucking life. I mean, he the the picture they put up a picture on social media on his social media like announcing his his death, and it was him like sailing, and you know he he looks sun kissed kissed like he definitely looks <laughs> sun like slapped. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't feel like he didn't feel like he was a hydrated b uh, sun protected no, as well as he could have been. Doubt but that. he but I mean he was like an active dude and like yeah. looked like in good shit. So I'm you know could have been I, they even announced what it was or whatever. But and I was like actually not really like a big Jimmy Buffett music fan. Oh God no. No, I mean it, it, it was like a time and a place music. Like if I when you're at Margaritaville, what do you want to hear? 
but I am a huge Jimmy Buffett fan is as far as like his personality. He was just like an interesting guy. He was on, excuse me, that's gross. He was on a couple of podcasts that I listened to as just kind of like a fun guest that would come on. First of all, the dude made a wild empire. Like unbelievable. I mean, and like the whole Margaritaville thing, all the restaurants, all the like branded stuff that he did. And then I'm he very basically only it. did concerts like on beaches. Oh, right? he would fly. He'd like do concerts and <laughs> take like the, his private plane. Right. He'd do like the keys. <laughs> yeah. Like I saw one where he was, I think it was in the Florida Keys. And everybody's staying, all the parrot heads are like standing there waiting for him to come, right? And he buzzes the crowd in his seaplane that he's flying, lands it in the water, walks out of his plane up to the stage, and boom, right into Cheeseburger in Paradise. Like, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> That's the life. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, that dude wear, wore shoes. Okay. That man had more money than anywhere one that wears shoes as little as he does. <laughs> <laughs> They're inversely correlated, or yeah, maybe inversely correlated. Uh-huh. The amount of shoeless time that he had, and then the amount of money that he made, more than anyone in the world. Guaranteed. No shirt, no shoes, no problem. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> one billion dollars. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was the first thing. Sad JB loss. Um, lots of losses lately, and just get ready, everybody. Because there's a queue of a lot of very important people in our cultural world that are all getting up there. Mm-hmm. So it's just, yeah. Um, another thing was, um, this is kind of a side thing. But if you feel like it, I was just reading an article about Apple reviews or reviews on Spotify and stuff. But mainly Apple reviews um, and how important they are for people finding your podcast. Oh, yeah. So we haven't if, talked about that in a while. I know. So why, if, don't we, why don't we introduce ourselves? first oh you can do you'd like to do that every show i don't give a fuck you should be listening to our show and you should know exactly who we are yes but if you're not and you're just popping in (laughs) and you'd like to review it after you listen to this yes (laughs) listen to this episode um i'm rin she is acupuncturist herbalist lover of all things edible that's true me and mikey are a unit a pair Mm. a couple yeah Bonded pair. Soulmates. Yeah. <laughs> Double ring thing. <laughs> we are. And, we cohabitate and um, uh-huh. yeah. And we co-parent a yeah, we small human that yep. is nine months old. We do. Um, His name is Riggs. And Mikey, who are you? I am so many things. You are. I'm a ginger. Uh, I'm a uh, pseudo-intellectual. Mm-hmm. No. I'm a chef uh, for my job. And I specifically work in food innovation. So I help people and companies uh, make up new exciting food. So I kind of am like the fun dad that comes in and and says, I'll give you a hundred weird, crazy ideas that you can make. And people usually end up making one or two of them. <laughs> <laughs> but I went to culinary school in Napa Valley and I worked in food for a, a long time now. And so, yeah, our show is about food and what we're eating, what you could be eating, the fun things about food. And then it's also just about, I think food to me is the reason that I'm in the food industry is that it's just, it creates like an outline for a really fun life. Yeah, Nothing's better than gathering around a big table with people that you love, drinking a little too much, eating a little too much. Yeah. Yeah. Telling stories. Yeah. And Mikey is the, um, the thrower on of butter to our meals. Mm, And Rindog is the um, how are we going to get enough nutrition into all three 
well, four bodies in our household. That's true. We, we have, have a little, little doggy we too. We have a puppy. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, when we come together, it's I think it's pretty special food-wise because we always come up with something yeah. fun, creative, interesting, super healthy, and most of all, delish. Totally. Yeah. And we're kind of the like good for you and good for you family. Mm-hmm. Like good, you're kind of good for you, functionally good for your body. Mm-hmm. And I'm like good for your soul, good for like, you know, this being the salve for all literal and metaphorical wounds. Um, okay. So now that you know who we are, go and leave an amazing review at <laughs> Apple podcasts <laughs> and get us 10 million listeners. Um, okay. So we have today's show. The main meat of our show is going to be about salt yeah, and yum. unsalt, uh, mainly because we have a baby who can't eat salt. Mm-hmm. So we've been having to kind of like, as a very salt rich household, We've been having to kind of figure out ways to make our food delicious without using salt. Yep. Uh, before we get there, though, I have a little se- uh, a, uh, a segment that I didn't tell Renee about, but I want to do. This is not like a quiz, but this okay. is just it's a, it's a segment that I'm going to do. Great. And this this segment is called "Makes Me Feel Rich." <laughs> <laughs> and there are certain food things that make me feel super rich. Are you ready to hear them? I'm ready. Yeah. I've just had them and they've kind of all happened this week. Mm. And so I, I like moments in life where there's like, I think there's something like you have a new pair of shoes mm. or you've like just gotten your car washed mm-hmm. or something or you just wash your car. And it's like, you just feel you're like, fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Am I Jimmy Buffett? Everybody. Yeah. I'm flying into my seaplane. Everybody's noticing. <laughs> and they're making the international parrot head call, which is. Jimmy, something like that. Um, but yeah, you feel like I'm in. I'm feeling my oats, right? Yeah, yep. And so in the food world, there's a couple things that make me feel this. That make me feel wealthy and, um, and just like everything's good. Mm-hmm. First one, and it might be a weird one, counterintuitive, is an empty fridge. <laughs> Mikey did just say this earlier this week. <laughs> an empty, clean fridge. I think it's like limitless possibilities and. No pressure to have to fucking use stuff before it dies or something like that. <laughs> when I look at a full fridge, I'm like, God damn it, there's going to be so many dishes. <laughs> and so many leftovers that you don't want to uh, consume. Exactly. I, I, like I will food. say you did a killer no, job on leftovers yesterday. I'm not going to lie. I do. I love a fridge clear. I think we've maybe done a fridge clear episode, but we should do one. Yeah. I do love a good fridge clear, but I'm I'm a little bit of someone who I like meal on meals on the first go round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm not a big leftover guy. I will admit that. Um, so first thing, empty fridge, um, which seems kind of weird. I like a full freezer because hmm. no pressure with a freezer. True. That shit's yeah. just gonna maintain. <laughs> like our child, he was frozen. He was frozen for two years. For two years. Uh-huh. That's true. Yep. Yep. Um, I feel like your voice is so much more uh, sonorous than mine. You're like pressed up on the mic and you feel like you're really. <laughs> I have a face for radio. What can I say? You're 1-900-ing me right now. Um, okay. And then so uh, related to that, but also kind of the opposite of that, full snack cabinet. Mm, which we don't have right now. We definitely don't have no. right now. I feel very poor in that ca- in that category. Hmm. Yeah. Like a full thing of like crunchies, chocolate. Mm. Um, you know, we're like a household where we have, you know, only like kind of 80% and above. Is that our? Yeah. 85 threshold? is my favorite. Oof, too high for me, but yeah, I'm kind of 70 and above. Rennie's 80 and above. Um, and then we always, you know, I love having peanut butter and just things that I can go in and crunchy, crunchy, munchy, munchy on, mm-hmm. but they're not time sensitive. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Number three, our dog eats um 
like wet food, but it's like dope wet food. So raw. It's, it's raw. Well, raw food. Sorry. Yeah. It is wet. But um, <laughs> sure, sure <laughs> quite wet. But it's basically just ground meat. It's like duck and like, and then beets and carrots and all sorts of crazy shit. Maybe not Livers, yeah, but heart. Like, yeah. It's a company called Darwin's out of Seattle. And um, this is not a paid advertisement. But, um, and so it comes, it looks like ground beef or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, kind of in a block. Nothing makes me feel more rich than she has a little container that we keep it in. So you have like two of them at a time maybe. And she eats like half of one at each meal. And I opened it up today and there was two unopened ones. <laughs> but both like were thawed and ready to go. And I was just like, I looked at Abby. I was like, I could give you this whole shit right now. And it would be untainted. Because <laughs> it's almost like, I don't know, somebody was here doing that for you. Yes. Oh, yeah, totally. Right? Which the person was me. Right. But <laughs> you right. could think in your mind like, oh, man. Fairy. Yeah. Or we just, we have that, we have the, what do, what do rich people call it when you have like a person a that runs your house? Oh, I have runs no your idea household. what that's called. House um, manager, maybe? Sure, know. manage. Sure. Let's just call it a house manager. Yeah. But like, oh, the house manager right. really was on top of Obby's well, food. This Sometimes like they forget, but like. The Rock, really I watched The Rock had a thing where he was going to his house in some, maybe Maui or something. And he like walks in and he's like, oh, they have my fridge. You know, they have my fridge. Exactly. With, and it was yes. like, everything's perfectly faced, like in the stores, like labels out. I was like, God damn it. That's so dope. The other one that's funny is, have you seen that, that uh, like TikTok or Instagram meme where it's like the guy and he's like, the, 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 his wife is talking about cleaning the house or whatever. And he's like, I, I wasn't going to tell you about this, but like, I, I'm going to let you in on the secret. And they go to the coffee table and he's like, I just leave my plates here and then the next day they're just gone they're cleaned and he's like and i've been like testing it i've been like leaving more and more stuff and then it's just gone and she obviously is like cleaning and then he's like and then he's like another place like i go over here and he's like i just put stuff like in the sink and just leave it and then it's just it's like clean i don't know i just thought that was really funny that's good (laughs) okay last but not least gum or snacks in the car like i'll reach into our car like into the glove box or something and there's just like a pack of gum in there or there's like a like beef jerky or something yeah i feel like i am the rock entering my private jet and it's stocked with baby roots right yeah your, your plane manager your car manager did yeah. that for you who was me just Correct. former me right I which and you didn't remember store. didn't remember that i got like double mint gum and then i was like get in there and i'm like oh man i can have fresh breath and move like move through the world at a higher speed than walking yeah so anyway those are my make me feel rich moments that's good Chief. i like that speaking of make me feel rich let's jump out and do a commercial make some of that money Definitely. Hey, Rin. Hey, Mikey. Do you think I have a new obsession? <laughs> you do. You do have a new obsession. I do. <laughs> you do. I say I call it I'm jetting. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about the blend jet. So the blend jet is it's basically a handheld blender um, with a drinking vessel on top of it. And I've had this lifelong dream. Started probably not lifelong, but maybe high school, maybe junior high. I would get 7-Eleven Slurpees, and I love them. But I always, they were just too sugary. I'd get the Coca-Cola Classic ones. It was just too sweet, too sugary, too much. And my dream was that I could have a Slurpee consistency, but ice water or ice water with lemon. And the Blendjet has brought me this. It delivers. So like six times a day, I fill up my Blendjet with ice, and then... 
fill it almost to the brim with water, a little squeeze of lemon, and then I blend it up. And it becomes this silk, the, the blade is so strong and so sharp that it makes this like super, super s- smooth, yummy, slurpy texture. And I just <laughs> eat it with my spoon, drink it with my mouth, and I love it so much. My blend jet is my new girlfriend. Sorry, side piece. Uh, yeah, Mikey said it. Blendjet 2 is portable. You can blend up a smoothie at work. You can do a protein shake at the gym. That's me blending right now, chatting. <laughs> or you can do a sugar-free, no additives Slurpee. True. Um, it's small enough. It fits in a cup holder, mm. but it's powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice. Mikey's ice. Yeah. yeah. My ice frozen fruit. Frozen fruit. Craziness. Probably your hand. It's safe. It turns itself off so you can't chop through your hand. Um, Blendjet 2 is super quiet. So you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. We know how important this is. In this house, we've got a new baby. Word. I make my smoothies every afternoon while he's sleeping. Not in the Blendjet sometimes, and it's in another (laughs) blender that basically rocks the foundation of our home like an earthquake. Um, Lasts for 15 or more blends and recharges quickly with a USB-C uh, best of all, Blendjet cleans itself. Mikey loves this part mm. when I use it. Uh, blend water with a drop of soap. You're good to go. It's amazing. Uh, so what are you waiting for? Go to blendjet.com and grab yours today. Be sure to use our promo code, Let's Eat, L-E-T-S-E-A-T, to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anywhere, anytime with the Blendjet 2 Portable Blender. Go to blendjet.com and use the code Let's Eat to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. What are you waiting for? Get jetting. Okay, everybody, we are back from ourselves. Hi. Um, you want to talk about salt? Yeah. Salt and unsalt. Salt. Yeah, salt and unsalt. Yeah, we are, you know, Mikey said this before, we're a house that definitely really enjoys salt. <laughs> we are a household that has um, counter kosher salt um, yeah. in a really beautiful, this is like, there's some things that we do every day that just feel very romantic or mm, something. I like like that. for me, it's <laughs> kissing in the uh, moonlight. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Long walks on the beach. Obviously. Um, no, no, but romantic in the sense of like, it just, it's like a sensual experience, mm, you know, yes, like, 100%. like making coffee in the morning mm. with the Chemex. Yeah. I love the grinding. I love the smell. I love the whole <laughs> process. I like the grinding too. <laughs> we usually do have little John playing in the background. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Face down ass up. Come on. And fine. having kosher salt yeah. on the counter in the little Le Creuset um, yeah. container is like one of my favorite things. Yeah. And we use diamond kosher salt, which I think is the best of the kosher salts because it doesn't have any anti-caking agents, right, which right. are um, in a lot of iodized salts and a lot of like Morton's has it. And it's just gross. It's not salt, you know, right, and it's right. and it's there so that it doesn't clump up, but it I, I can taste it. Like yeah. it tastes like baking soda. Me too. Yeah. Me too. And we also always have some sea salt mm-hmm. around too, don't we? Sure. So I, so we live in Portland, Oregon. And I went out on a secret mission recently and got like two or three, I guess it was two five-gallon buckets of seawater from um, a bay 
And I think a bay is kind of the best because it's saltiest and kind of like if you think about terroir, you know, which is like a wine term, but it's, you know, like the grapes take on the flavor of the land that they're grown in. Salt, it obviously is like the ultimate terroir, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's just in the place that it's in, right? So I just think, so there's this bay is kind of famous for its fish, the quality of its fish, and then also the quality of its oysters. Mm. And to me, it's like, totally. Well, then the salt makes sense that it would be really great. And it's a bay, so like it's it just feels like the salt content. I'm not, I don't know about this, but I feel like the salt content would be higher mm. because it's just, it's deep and that water kind of sits in there. So I got, the, I just got, um, well, did I pour it through a thing? Anyways, no, I just got raw salt water. Yeah. I, and then I got home and I filtered it through like a um, fine mesh sieve with cheesecloth on it. Mm-hmm. That was it. I didn't like do anything else crazy to it. And then I just have a big like um, turkey fryer burner and then a big pot that's like a 40 quart pot, I think it is. And then I just cooked it down uh, like till it was like a third of the volume and then basic and then it's like then science then science sure right and so there's there's so many different methods that people use but it's but you basically just want to just cook it down um and then cook it in a less aggressive process so put it in an oven basically mm-hmm. these are all things there's a million youtubers and people that are doing it that are better than i am but um but anyways w- i did that it's not perfect but it's beautiful oh it's beautiful though. it tastes and it's really really, really good really yummy and it's so interesting to like note the difference between the sea salt and the kosher salt. Sure, yeah, the totally. sea salt it tastes like the yeah. sea. When you and then you eat like Himalayan pink mm-hmm. salt or so whatever mm-hmm. that's mined from the earth. And it's and the interesting thing about like we ate the sea salt and it was like this is really salty. Yeah, which is like a weird thing to say. No, it's like tautology. It's, yeah, but yeah, but it's like there is salt that's saltier than other salt, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I just so it's and and the thing that you know, and then we have that which some of it's flaky, but a lot of it is just kind of like I use it for a finishing salt. Malden sea salt from England is the like the salt. Yeah, it's it's so beautiful. beautiful. It looks like these little you know diamond crystals. Um, and it's gorgeous for like putting on top of brownies or different things like that. And it's just, you know, such an important thing. All of this being said, we now have a baby mm-hmm. who eats the same things that we do. So we basically make him a ver- like a baby version of what we're eating. Mm-hmm. And so we're not salting anything. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think it's probably, it ends up being like 50% of the time when we, like I give him his thing or you give him his thing and then we salt our own stuff. Yeah. Yep. But some of the time we haven't been Yeah. because I think we've been cooking with ingredients that are not salt, but add the flavor pop that you know, mm-hmm. salt at the end of the day is a flavor enhancer. It's, I always just say it just takes anything that's in the meal and it just turns the volume up on it. Right. Yep. And then the brightness. And so we've been using some things that aren't salt and techniques that aren't salt. Yeah. 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 I think that's one of my favorite things that happened. I think it was actually this week was um, Mikey prepared a dish, which I'm spacing what it was now. Oh, I, it was, it was, well, so it was beans. Oh, the beans, of course. Yeah. It was just two different types of beans that were, that were canned beans, which, you know, have some sodium in, but I think these ones were no sodium beans. No, those were, they low. had sodium, but you but gave them a good rinse. We, yeah. We rinsed them, rinsed them, rinsed them. Yep. So basically at the end of the day, they just taste like they're unsalted. Yep. And then, yeah, it was peppers. Um, oh gosh, I can't even remember what else was in Swiss it. Swiss greens. Yeah. Yep. Greens. And then I gave it to Rennie and she was like, you salted this. I didn't. So I had just added a ton of lemon juice or lime juice, actually. Mm-hmm. And then I'd added some rice vinegar, yeah. right? Acidity. 
So, so let me just so let me just go through a couple of the things that I that I feel like are kind of so if you search online, <laughs> you search like salt alternatives. So first of all, there's a bunch of shit that people are selling that's like not salt and whatever. I don't you know, I didn't even really go into a lot of that stuff because I don't want I don't want that. I want a whole food. I want an ingredient that I can use. That's like it is what it is. Right. Um, and so and I just find a lot of those things when it's like a sugar alternative or salt alternative, it, realistically, it's probably worse for you than the actual <laughs> thing. Um, so in our house, so citrus, number one. Yeah. For Lemon sure. juice, lime juice, grapefruit, whatever it is, acidity brightens everything mm -hmm. so it kind of adds that salt sort of element zest you know you can zest the 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 peel mm -hmm. of the um of the citrus and for me i always find when i'm cooking and i taste something and i say the words what is this missing <laughs> <laughs> yeah in my head it's almost always acid right almost always so this is i have an old thing that i've said for a long time if I ever give feedback to a restaurant or to someone about a dish or their restaurant, I say, turn the lights down by 20% and turn the acidity up in the food by 20%. Mm -hmm. And it's usually true. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So citrus, number one with a bullet. We use like what? 12 lemons a week probably. Oh God, so many. So many. It's yeah. ridiculous. Um, second one. And I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but is sumac. Mm. So good. So sumac is ground from the berries of the sumac tree. It's it's beautiful. It's like it's like a rich, rusty red color. And the way that I always talk about, it, I often talk about it in relation to like fried chicken or something. It's a way to add acidity without adding moisture, moisture. or liquid. Right, right. And it's so fucking good. It's basically powdered citrus flavor. It tastes like lemon. Yep. So yummy. Sorrel is also mm. a green that's very much like this. It's very very lemony and and acidic. Another really beautiful. Gorgeous, thing. super gorgeous. Try to find sorrel, especially if you can find it from like a farmer near you. It's so good. Um, vinegar, again, yep. vinegar can taste like vinegar. So it's a dangerous thing to use because if you use too much vinegar, you're just going to taste vinegar. And sometimes that's good if you want something to taste pickled or whatever, but sometimes it's not so good. Try, I, one thing that I love is like, if you're going to make like, let's say fried chicken, um, marinate your chicken in whatever like broth or whatever you're gonna or like you know soy sauce whatever but add vinegar to it like mm -hmm. and it's if you want to just do straight vinegar um it makes for a really intense chicken i mm -hmm. love it and then you bread it and do it like the regular way it's delicious and i you know there's also varying degrees of vinegary vinegar of course too, right of like course. rice White vinegar, vinegar is, like, is yeah, wow. pretty nice and yeah, mellow yeah. apple cider vinegar is like whoa I'm yeah apple cider vinegar and like yeah sure. white vin white distilled vinegar my favorite vinegar um, I like the Heinz white distilled vinegar. I'm fucking, I'm a basic bitch <laughs> and it's so good though. I love it, but it's vinegar. Like you're yeah. going to taste it. And so you want to like cut it down a little bit. And and I think people want to use sugar, but they want to sweeten it in order to get around. I don't like that because it makes it, it just goes, to, it, it then immediately goes too sweet. So I just cut it with water yeah, or broth and it's great. Speaking of water, tomato water. Mm. So like if you just kind of squeeze tomatoes or you use like if you're ever canning tomatoes that the water that's kind of in there um, is is that is really delicious. It's basically like MSG. Mm. Um, the other thing that we have in our house is I I use to I have tomato skins that I dried out in a very, very low oven and then like pulsed and blended up. So they're like flaky. They look like red pepper flakes, mm -hmm. but it's just tomato skins and tomatoes are like MSG umami bombs. Mm -hmm. 
So that was that's the what other else thing put I in threw there. in. Yeah, that's right. So into in the, the beans. beans. Mm-hmm. So it looked like it had a bunch of chili peppers, but it was just, it's tomato skins. And it's like, so it doesn't taste tomatoey. It just tastes like that meaty, umami, salty flavor. Yeah, that yeah. was really cool. And then the last one that I have, which is, you know, it's it's a, it's a, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? It's like, it's one that people feel either really good about or, or really bad. It's polarizing. Uh, is nooch, is, nu- is nutritional yeast. Sure. And nutritional yeast is really delicious. I love to throw it on my popcorn. It tastes cheesy. Um, but some people feel, I think hippies kind of gave it a bad name. Mm. Um, put it on too much shit or whatever. And everybody was like, is that, is this coming from your feet shavings? <laughs> <laughs> is this your toenail fungus? Have you been buffeting around and then you've been <laughs> like cheese grating nutritional yeast onto my vegan pasta? So anyways, those are just some thoughts. And that that's like a beginning of a long list. There's tons of other stuff yeah. um, that's not salt. I mean- I was debating about talking about miso, but miso is it's is salted. Salt, yeah. But it's like I think there's also a difference, and you from a nutritional perspective could say something more about this, but there's a difference between something that's salty because it's salty, mm-hmm. like in its essence, and something that has added salt. Same with sugar, yeah. don't you think? Yeah, I would say that. I mean, with miso, you know, it's basically it soybeans, mm-hmm. right? Um that are fermented. Yeah, they're not so, salty to begin with. Right. I think of something like sea beans. Oh, yeah. They're salty, but like, is it, would you consider it the same? It's still too salty for a kid. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And who knows, you know, I think we've probably given our kid maybe too much salt in certain yeah. things. <laughs> probably. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, it's, there's a, there's this website called Solid Starts, which if you have a babe, you probably already know about, but it's really it's really super informational. Mm. They give you basically every kind of food that you would think about introducing to a baby and they give it the nutritional break. They give it like a nutritional rating. They tell you the age that it's kind of safe to introduce it, how to introduce it. Um, And then they have a whole section on uh, sodium in babies. And, um, and then like Mikey was just doing replacements for what you might. Yeah. um, give to them when it's so wild with a kid because you don't think there's certain things you just don't think about being salty the number one in our house was what you remember cottage cheese yeah i was like yeah they're like you should rinse your cottage cheese sure. there was other uh, friends of ours that said rinse your and i was like oh, oh right yeah. it is really flavorful because of because salt it's salty totally right. yeah. and so it's like yeah and it's and i just I, you know I, rinny was i don't know if it was from that uh, page or whatever, but it was like she was just talking about how like the average kid, like people over, you know, feed their kid way too much salt. I mean, I it, that's a really hard thing not to do. The amount sure. of things that like, unless it's like kid specific and not salted or something, sure. just it, it salt is such a it's just a thing that just exists and it's kind of in the background on almost everything. Like, what's the reason that you like goldfish crackers? It's not because of the cheddar, probably. It's right. because they're covered in salt. Yeah, and think of how many kids are eating goldfish crackers. And Cheerios. Like, Cheerios are quite Have salty. tons of salt, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's, you know, for kids, there's the kind of sodium balance in the body. That's a concern, like, from right. an actual current health perspective. Yeah, yeah. But then also, you know, it sets you up for potential obesity and mm. overconsumption of salt later on in life. Gingivitis. Right? I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, it is. I mean, it, you know, it totally makes sense. And it's like, if you look at diet-related health conditions in our country, uh, so many of them are related to to salt. And so many and of them sugar. are related to the trifecta, which is the salt, sugar, fat. Right, right. You know, triangle of death. Right. Um, right. But yeah, I just think it's like, 
I would love to hear people's salt alternatives, salt alternatives. Yeah. Uh, like, what are you using? What are the ways that you make, you know, things fun for your, and, and this is like, we're talking about this from a baby perspective. Mm-hmm. By no means did we start this because of, of a baby. Like, we're like really focusing on, on it now because of him. But like, we were using sumac and lemon juice and stuff for, for sure. years because it's just, I know that I'm someone who I, if I like get too salty something, I'm like, ooh, I, I, this is good. <laughs> Well, and also at the end of my pregnancy, I had preeclampsia, which means oh, yeah. um, a variety of things, but one of the components of it is high blood pressure. Right. And right. so I was really thinking about my salt oh, intake. God. And so we started to do a lot of this kind of creative mm. um, unsalt yeah. alternatives. For sure. Unsalt um, our food situation during my pregnancy. So totally. We got one- pretty adept. And I just know how my body feels when I eat too much salt. I it's not good. Like oh, yeah. I feel weighed down. I feel like really lethargic. My sister and I like to call them salt sores. Oh sure. Have you ever yeah. eaten too much salt and then like yeah, go I call inside them your cheek? And salt like, prizes. Yeah. What happened? That's disgusting. Good segue. <laughs> we got a salt quiz, everybody. Oh no. Salt quiz. I'm gonna assault Rin with this quiz. Okay, we have a salt quiz, and this is about um, salty things. Mm. Yeah, very in line with our show. Are you ready? Friends, if you haven't listened before, Mikey <laughs> likes to, he used to just pepper in quizzes. <laughs> salt and pepper. Nice. He used it. to just pepper in quizzes every so often. Yeah, and, and usually now, when we had a guest. It seems weekly that I'm being tortured with these quizzes that I can never win. No, they're unwinnable. Mm-hmm. Mostly, but yeah, the answers are... Um, subjective i'm always so bad about this subjective <laughs> yeah because i they're whatever i think is right yes, correct um the other thing the reason that this is coming to you every week is that we've gotten some feedback from listeners that they love it so mm. you're welcome everybody Thanks a lot you asked for it you got it okay so salt quiz hey rin hey mikey are you ready <laughs> as i'll ever be okay great what is the best movie snack the best snack while you're watching a movie. Obviously. I would say at the theater. Obviously. It's popcorn that you, well, specifically mm. we. This is good. I like it. Bring from home. Yes. Because we use an air popper, which we is do. amazing. If you don't use an air popper, get your shit together. Yes. Air popper plus Kerrygold butter. Yes. Plus, obviously, salt. Yeah. Yeah, because I go to other people's houses, and I'm not going to name names, but their last name <laughs> rhymes with no way. <laughs> Kablonk. <laughs> and um, my wife's last name is LeBlanc. Um, but they make us popcorn, and it's basically a bowl of burnt tea. <laughs> like fucking, when people make stovetop popcorn, it's all just burnt old toes. <laughs> Air popper is like the freshest, lightest. It's amazing. So good. Um, that's the wrong answer. Uh, the correct answer is when I was living in Steamboat Springs, Colorado, and a new movie theater opened, and they had soft pretzels. They had super pretzels oh. that were so good. And I bought – I was at a movie by myself. I bought two super pretzels and a big thing of cheese, the, like, microwave cheese or whatever, yeah. and I ate them. And then I left during a boring part of the movie, and I got myself a third pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> and these pretzels were – the size of my head. Well, if you've ever eaten a super pretzel, it's called super. Yeah. There for is, a reason. It's in the name. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well call it President Pretzel. It's a big fucker. 
Um, okay, so yeah, salted pretzel time three is the answer. Um, zero for one, Rindog. Okay, second question. Uh-huh. What is the best reading snack while you're reading? What's the best snack to read with? Best reading snack. What do I snack? I don't read anymore, so. <laughs> she's she's become late in life illiterate. I literally haven't even picked up a page of a book since our son was born, Adult. which is nine months ago. Adult onset illiteracy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would say something crunchy. Mm. Pretzels really inspired me. Yeah. Not a super pretzel, but like a little... Like a roll gold, little roll gold pretzel. Well, and I would, that actually is a really good reading snack because there's no uh, damage to your finger. Exactly. Yeah, you know, flipping potential. So it's like you're not. Yeah, you're not getting them butt. wet or oily. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good I would say pretzels, bowl okay. of pretzels. Eh. Wrong answer. Uh, <laughs> the correct answer was my grandmother, my dad's mom, who would read and have a palm full of salt, a palm full of iodized salt. This woman weighed as much as a bird. And she, what she um, needed to have in her hand was a giant cheeseburger. No doubt, for sure. But she <laughs> would have a palm full of salt when she would lick her tip of her finger and then dip it in the salt and then put it back in her mouth. Wow. Yeah, iodized salt. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Fucking great. She lived to 96 or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. Salted herself. Yeah. Okay, so it's here for two. Uh, losing. Um, <laughs> I know how numbers work. You do. I, I don't know if you do. Late and late, illiter- <laughs> late or no, adult onset illiteracy could come with also demathing yourself. Okay. Uh, late night munchies before school. What's the best late night munchie before you have school the next day? Well, knowing <laughs> Mikey, she, oh, what? as a little human. Okay. This was his come home from school snack, though. Ooh. I'm just going to throw it out there. Bed cheds, better Bed cheddars. Cheds. Better cheddar. It's in the name. Salty, cheesy, delicious. I like Crunchy. that. It's, a, a better cheddar obviously is alliterative. Is that how we say it? Or sure. Yeah, you know, rhymes. Um, it, better <laughs> doesn't imply best. <laughs> it's better. Like These are than just what? The better cheddar. Yeah, they're yeah. better than like eating an old diaper off the ground or something. <laughs> better, better than the burnt teeth at your in laws' house. It's better than all the old burnt old toes. <laughs> Um, no, that's not, that's not the correct answer. Uh, the, the correct answer is when I was in college and I was in Niagara Falls for a big conference, a big presentation about mm-hmm. our like big study that we had done. And I ate, there was the only thing was a, um, what do you call it? Vending machine that was in the hotel that we were staying in. And I got two bags of Sour Patch Kids. And then I got a two bags of like, I think it was smart food and Doritos or something. And what did I get? I don't know. Salt sores. No. (laughs) Oh, I got salt sores. And I had to speak. Because the Sour Patch Kids. I had to speak for like 20 minutes the next day on this subject or whatever. And I was like, (laughs) like I was salt sored as if I was like one of those people who's been like lost in the Andes for months and their lips are all fucked up. I was like, (laughs) side story. I also cut my own hair. This is around the time that I started buzzing my own head. And I, but I would cut it a little longer then, but I left the guard off of my head buzzer <laughs> and I buzzed to the skin one side of my head and I decided to not just shave my whole head. And so I turned a little bit left <laughs> the whole time I gave the presentation because one side of my head was fucked up looking. You should have done one of those costumes, you know, where, <laughs> where like Two-faced. one side, yeah, one side you're wearing a tux and the other side you're wearing a dress or something. That would have gone really well for this presentation. Yeah. yeah we might have won. Is that the way school works? Winning? Sure. Um, okay. And zero for three. Um, still losing. So the last 
The last question is, oh, <laughs> I almost forgot what this one was. What is the best uh, salty snack while doing a sporting activity? This one's a little bit, <laughs> it's a little bit abstract, but we'll just call it a salty snack. Um, I'm gonna. My first instinct was peanuts. Mm, a little bit of protein, a little bit of fat. I really love that. Or like a, you know, like a gorp situation. Mm, I love that. Mm-hmm. Is that. Is that an acronym? I don't know. It probably is. Peanuts. Go out, <laughs> recreate peanuts people. Yeah. Go out and recreate people. That's what <laughs> gorps is. <laughs> um, okay. No, that's not the right answer. The correct answer is when you and I were hiking in Palm Springs and it was like 78 degrees, but it was the driest and most intense sun I've ever felt. <laughs> yes. And my shirt afterwards had I could like break my shirt in half because I had sweated out every mineral in my body and I could crack my shirt. So I don't so it was a little bit of an abstract. It's not really a snack. But what's the best salt? I mean you product? were a snack. I am a snack. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. So that's zero for four. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, but you did you did lose this quiz upon. <laughs> you know, I'm not feeling salty about it. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, that's a point. You win. <laughs> But it's after the fact, so it doesn't really count towards the official scoreboard. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I'm yep. looking up Gorp, and I don't, I don't really see anything. Yeah, I would it, think. I thought it was or like it's short for something. Raisins, peanuts. Oh, oh. with the G and the O R, but granola, oatmeal, <laughs> <laughs> gravlax, <laughs> oranges. Oh, no, they probably raisin peanuts. Yeah. It's got to stand for that. Granola. The occasional thing. Oats. Good old raisins. Granola. Oats. Raisins. What good old raisins? Stop. <laughs> That's the patriarchy. I hate that. That was REI, which is. Yeah, <laughs> a, bunch of, yeah. <laughs> a bunch of white nonsense. Okay. Well, um, so, again, if you like our show, and why would you? <laughs> <laughs> It's, there was a great Family Guy episode where Joan Rivers was like on the red carpet and she's interviewing like, what were you wearing? And he looks down and her microphone's not plugged in. And he's like, you're not even talking to anybody. And she's, she's just been like doing it because she's just like wants to be on the. I just think we're talking into nothing. I don't yes. even. I don't think the show actually gets released to anybody. We're going to find out that I've been leaving all the reviews. And yeah. That's great. Uh, But we love you guys. If you do like the show, like the show, don't hate the show. Let's just put it that way. Uh, (laughs) If you can tolerate us. Yeah. Leave us an Apple review. Um, The more stars, the better. We'd love to bring more people to the fold. And you know the best Apple review? Hmm. Just tell a friend. Yeah, Just tell so a them, friend, and then hey, they'll tell a friend. I like this show. Yeah, yeah. Pyramid. Yeah. Um, but we love you guys. Let's eat at MikeyandRin.com if you want to reach out to us. Also, at MikeyandRin. Rin is spelled R-I-N-N-E uh, on Instagram. And we should put up some salt. Did you take pictures of your process? Oh, I did actually take pictures of it. Yeah, let me, I'll put those up. Yeah, we'll show you this week. It's we'll really, show some salty stuff. It's really beautiful. Yeah, saltiness. Um, again, we love you guys. This is Mikey signing off. Rin Dog out. Hey fam, Mikey here. So obviously, Rinny is the brains, the beauty, the brawn behind our episodes, behind the beautiful podcast that is Mikey and Rinny Din. But I am the uh, <laughs> I'm the tech savvy fella. So I do all of our editing, uh, recording, all of the equipment stuff, 
and I have had a heck of a time finding the proper platform, host, service, all the things for our platform, uh, for our podcast. I'm new to this. This was the first time we've ever done this. When we started podcasting, um, I had no idea what I was doing, and we kind of got run through the ringer. We are now using Zencaster, so it's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R, and it makes everything so easy for beginners and professionals, all the things. Everything's in one easy dashboard. Um, you can insert ads. You can edit. Um, there's a lot of cool AI technology that I haven't really even dipped to dipped into yet, but um, it makes it all sound amazing. There's even uh, an automatic platform that takes out the ums and ahs in podcasts, which if you listen to our show, I have not utilized yet because there's lots of ums and ahs, but Zencaster is is amazing. So go to Zencaster.com. That's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R.com slash pricing and use our code Let's Eat, L-E-T-S-E-A-T, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to same, uh, have the same easy experiences that I do for all my podcasting and content needs. And it's time to share your story. Do you have a podcast living inside of you? I did. And now it's out. Thanks to Zencaster. Do it. 